Hi, Kelly. Hi, Lavinia. Happy International Podcasting Day. Can you believe our good luck? <laughs> I know we didn't even plan that. <laughs> we didn't. We had we had actually we were scheduled to do this yesterday, and uh, made some changes. And then this morning I woke up and and was notified. I don't know through something saying Happy International Podcasting Day. And I thought, you know, that's happened to us more than once. The synchronicity if, of this podcast. Yeah, if we'd done it yesterday, I would have said, "Hi, Kelly." Happy day before International Podcasting Day. It doesn't have quite the same ring. Yesterday might have been coffee day. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like all week has been, I don't know. International Coffee Day? Yeah, something day. day. But it is, but I do appreciate that today is International Podcasting Day. It's nice to have a minute together to to reflect on our, on our summer pause and, and to, what's the, what's the word for reflecting forward? Um, to <laughs> anticipate, no, no. ruminate. I don't know what the word is. Anyways, to look forward towards uh, the remaining of our season two. I can't yeah. believe it. I know. And, you know, we forgot to also say, welcome to There She Goes. Oh, right. Again. Again. <laughs> we we said while. when we started There She Goes that we wouldn't have any chit-chat, but then. Here um, we are. Well, people people asked us to chit chat very occasionally, at least. So we, um, so yeah, so we're doing this. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back from back. the summer. Welcome back to you. You went far afield. I did. I had a little bit of. You drove yeah. across the country. I did. Yeah, by myself. It's the second time I've done that. I will say this this route. I I much more preferred. I, so I'm in northern Alabama. And I swung south um, through New Orleans and then sort of Austin through El Paso. Found a great hotel in El Paso. Boy, that mm. was unexpected. And um, not to diss El Paso. And uh, and then to Phoenix for family and then to San Diego to friends and family. And then I house sat in Berkeley for a month, um, which was great. Um, minus a few, you know, dancing around COVID. Uh, adventures. And then my son and I um, went to, to Sicily uh, very quickly and a bit unexpectedly. We canceled several trips uh, over COVID. For my 50th, I'm taking each of my kids to Italy. Anyways, that. so it sort of happened, but um, yeah, we can talk more about that, about travel during these times. Is it's, It is a little weird. What was weird? What did you? What was the weirdest well, part? You know, I, 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 I suspect that part of it was strange because we'd canceled so many times that when we decided to do it pretty quickly, um, it something about it almost just seemed un, you know, surreal still. Um, so that that day when we actually got through, we were flying. We flew SFO um, into to Munich and the Munich into Rome. Um, that first day, we we went through security and we kind of looked at each other like, oh, I guess we're going. Huh. You know, I was I was having packed when I left my home, I was packing for a month and then I was also packing for a trip within that month. And so that was that was a little peculiar um in terms of packing. But it just it the whole thing felt very surreal to be having, you know, having not done it and then to be doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's a tricky time to be traveling. I mean, I think I went to Santa Fe this summer and Mm -hmm. 
uh, and had, you know, got stuck in the airport both both on the way there and on the way back. Oh, and, delays. Uh, yeah, because of delays yeah. and all of that. And it, it's funny because I think, I don't know, back pre-pandemic, that sort of thing would maybe disincentivize people from traveling, but everyone is so oh, eager yeah. to yeah. travel now after yeah. not being able to for so long that I think most travelers are, are willing to to risk it and are just like, well, yeah, I'm still going. Yeah. All we did was just get air tags. And, and, you know, and we, and we travel pretty light anyways, but I was just emphatic. Like we are not bringing, you know, everything's got to be international sized. I'm not checking a bag. We didn't check bags until the flight home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having seen so many, uh, you know, and maybe it's just, I don't know, but the news that I'm watching or the, the not news that I'm watching, but you know what I'm hearing, particularly there were some airports like Amsterdam really got hit hours and hours of, you know, uh, lines and and things like that. And we were lucky. My son travels a lot for work. So um, I should say very lucky. So he was able to bump us up. You know, we had first class flights um, and it was pretty sweet. Uh, What was funny about it is that we hadn't, we didn't get technically notified uh, until we were like, right, you know, it was right at the end. And so we had that hopper flight into, into Rome and, um, we hadn't realized that our seat had changed for that. You know, it's also, we're just kind of, I'm out of practice. Right. So we'd sat <laughs> down and this nice couple comes up to get to, and tries to sit in our seats. And we were like, you know, we hold up our, ta- you know, our tickets or whatever. And we're like, no, no, we're, you know, we're here. And they're like, oh, we're here too. And the flight attendants were like, oh no. So they had the other people go to the back of the plane and and then we figured out, oh, you know what happened is when we got upgraded, you know, at SFO, we forgot that we probably would have been upgraded on the next flight too. And we never checked. And so anyways, we figured it out and the flight, the flight attendant comes back and, and she was like, you know, oh, you guys are supposed to be in first class on this seat, and, you know, on this flight. And my son and I are like, you know, can we just give it to the other people? Like the plane is ready to go. Our luggage is above us. I'm not interested in doing that whole do-si-do that just looks so... Ugh, bad. Anyways, so we gave the people our seats. They were so excited, but it was like an hour flight. Who cares? So, anyways, the lady comes back and she was like, "Oh, the flight attendant came back and she was like, oh, that's so kind of you, you know, to give them your seat.' They're so excited, and and here's some some wine and uh and some chocolate, and um, and I was like, you know, we don't, (laughs) I don't really drink wine because I'm allergic. And anyways, so then we gave them our bottle of wine. Oh, and then I was like, I don't want to deal with like dragging around a bottle of wine, you know. So anyways, we gave them a bottle of wine too. So anyways, the flight attendants were, it was very sweet. They were, they thought we were like the nicest people in the world. Oh, oh and you, you gave those people a, a nicer experience. So we did. Yeah. It's good karma Then my butt you. was already in the seat. Like I said, my luggage was out the head. Like who, who cares? Come on, just get us there. You know? Yeah. So anyways, some I things have changed. going, oh. I was going to yeah. tell you a story about me giving up a, a first class flight as well. Wait, you gave up for? Oh, I guess well, I did give up had, first class, but come on. I got upgraded to first class for some reason, and my husband had not, and he is a very anxious flyer, um, as a lot of people know, since I wrote about it for the New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not, you know, I'm not. You're not outing him. Um, yeah. I'm not outing him. So he was back in coach and I was up in first class and it was a rocky flight and <gasps> I and there was a there was a seat right next to mine that was empty and I said 
to the flight attendant, can my husband come sit next to me? He's a really anxious flyer and there's nobody here. And they said, no, sorry. And I said, well, can I just give him my first class seat and go back because, you know, he's much more comfortable at the front of the plane. And they all looked at me like, kidding Kidding. me? Right. Like, you're going to give him, yeah, it was a pretty long flight. It was like six hours or something. But they said, you're going to give up your flight. You're going to get, or your, your first class seat for your husband. And I said, yeah. And they were so touched by that that they broke the rules and let him come and sit oh. next to me. And they said, but you can't have any of the first class stuff. You can't have wine. You know, you oh, have to have a regular Lord. meal. And he was like, that's great. That's fine. I'm I'm so grateful. And I won't even use the bathroom. The wine, <laughs> and then they brought him the first class meal. And it was so nice. It was oh. like... That's I I I think I've That's flown very... first class twice by accident. Um, just getting upgraded, and it's mm-hmm. it is it's pretty rare air. It doesn't happen yeah. to me very often. It wasn't so bad, frankly. And I'm a super anxious traveler. We oh. this is a downer. We can edit this part out. But um, my brother and I were supposed to be on a plane that crashed in San Diego. Um, and everybody died uh, in oh, the gosh. late seventies. Yeah. PSA plane. Anyway, so I have, um, though, though someone has told me, you know, like I should be, I should feel very good about my flying karma. Like not only mm-hmm. did not make it on that flight, you know, but yeah. uh, since then I'm, I've been, I've been good. Knock on wood. Um, I think we've talked about this before because I too was supposed to be on a flight that crashed. Oh, I forgot. Going to Guam, it, it um, crashed into a mountain and all my friends thought I was on it. And how old are you? I was in my twenties. <gasps> I was living in Korea and going to a friend's wedding in Guam, and I was planning on taking that flight, didn't take that flight, but, you know, my family thought I was on that flight, so, yeah, so knocking wood right now. Are you super we were supposed to, We were supposed to be here today to produce our podcast. <laughs> there she goes. I don't think we should edit that part Nice out. comeback. Nice comeback. <laughs> Oh, phew. Okay. Happy International Podcasting Day. We made it. Yeah. We made it. Was it a good summer for you? It was really good. It was really relaxing. It was very relaxing. I didn't really travel. I went to Santa Fe. I mean, I was in you Massachusetts. Traveled. Didn't um, you go to the West Coast also? I did. Yeah. Listen did. to you. <laughs> Listen to you. I didn't really travel. Listen, I know every single one of your friends went to Europe. I know that. Every, um, Literally every person I knew. <laughs> Come on. I know. Literally every person I know. It really? was no, it was incredible. And many of them were there at the same time. They were like, Oh, here we are. Oh, like Drinking I champagne together. All your friends, Lavinia. I didn't really Facebook. have champagne. It was really freaking hot, if that makes you feel any better. And yeah. I am from the South and don't mind the heat and I don't even mind the humidity. And yet, ugh, it was bad. Yeah. Well, so if that makes you feel any better, we were miserable and hot. Not, not really. <laughs> Sorry. Good try. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate the effort. But uh, I can make I, it yeah. sound more miserable. I drove a lot. I drove for two weeks in Sicily. Yeah. That's, that's that'll take some years off of your life mm-hmm. driving in Sicily. I've done that. Yep. It was in, it was incredible. I remember my Dan, my husband, saying at one point, I don't think it's, I was driving through Palermo and he said, I don't think it's your turn. And I said, I think it's always my turn. 
<laughs> I said to my son, we got picked up by a car uh, in Palermo and taken out to Chefalu because you can't have a car in Chefalu. Uh, anyway, it's just not what's one of the the zones, you know. Anyways, we got we get the guy picks us up in the airport and he is driving. It's this like big, nice like Mercedes van. There's only two of us. It's sort of hilarious. Anyways, and he's driving down the middle, like he's splitting the lane on mm-hmm. the on the main highway, you know. And my son, who's also a driver and works in you know works in the world of of cars and and things like that. And anyways, he looks at me and my son was like, you know, we're trying not to talk so the guy can't hear what we're saying. And I just looked at my son and I said, you know, the, it's a suggestion. Like the road rules are just <laughs> merely suggestions. Oh no, they really are there. You know, the <laughs> lanes, I remember there, there would be two lanes, but there'd be four, yeah. you know, th- or three cars and a motorcycle yeah. at all times. And yeah. I also remember driving down the highway there and going 10 miles over the speed limit and there was a car just, you know, right behind me riding. Oh. Um, and me, the lights. And, and they flash and lights. Honking and yeah. honking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then finally they they passed me and it was this little old lady <laughs> and she was glaring at me for going ni- for going 10 miles yeah. over the speed limit. Right, right. You're like, a, right. You're, you're going many, many kilometers already. Uh, and she's, she's, she's past you. Hey, tell Sicily me. Okay. Is one of my favorite places. Oh, so, yeah. is it? Yeah. All y'all going to Europe this summer without me, but that's okay. I, I, I'm planning to go there at some point without all y'all. So well, it felt very, it did not, it it felt very surreal, and it didn't really feel like a vacation. Hmm. I know why. Which is okay. I don't know exactly why. I, I don't. I don't know exactly why. Maybe because just because of COVID things. I or think because... so. Yeah. Hmm. I think. I think the accommodation to be doing things, having not, and you know, I really didn't do things here. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I was really, you know, in a very small town, and so. I've, saw the post lady is who I saw, you know? Um, and yeah. you know, that was behind plastic and that was it, yeah. you know? And I don't know. I think people, people will be writing about this time for, you know, and telling stories about this time for years to come. And, uh, and it's just different for some of us than for others and not having, you know, regular work and, and things like that. Um, I think I'm still stuck in some sort of in between. Just weird. Mm. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah. It Being around nice people. It's, to spend time with family mm-hmm. this summer. You know, that's the thing I feel mm-hmm. like pre-COVID or pre, you know, when pre all of it, I yeah. I wanted to travel to get away and to meet strangers and mm. to have strange experiences on my own, especially solo travel. And yeah. the pandemic was so isolating and estranging that now I I just want those moments of deep connection more yeah. so going to places where there are people I love that's yeah. that's what feels really good to me right now yeah I got to I mean for three months I got to do that and I we got home and you know for the first time in a long time you know it felt very I felt very full mm, that. that's good right? I was like nope I'm I'm good I got to see see the people and do nothing really um Maybe I'm forgetting some big, you know, fantastic things other than other than Italy. But, you know, just being like you said, just being with them, just having a meal together. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of all I wanted to do is enough. Right. That's plenty. Like, can I just look at you? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. I just want to see you. And because in a lot of ways, I also feel like at least for me, the pandemic, you know, we've it just feels like everybody forgot how to do everything. Ugh. Mm. you know, so like any logistics out in the real world. 
you know, trying to get my car fixed or whatever. It's just like, oh my God, everybody's forgotten. Right. How to, do, right. <laughs> how to do all the things. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely forgotten things related to travel. I, yeah. I feel like I've become such a bad packer. I used to be a really great packer. And now I'm like, what did I bring? This is ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm going to Nepal in a couple of months and I'm already packing. It's not a couple because... months. It's sooner than a couple months. I just want to point that out. Is it? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow's October. Wow. Okay. I'm going to in a Nepal month. in like five Whoa, months. Oh, that's amazing. So you better start packing. Yeah. So I'm already weeks. packing because I know, you know, I'm going to, I, I just don't have a great track record right now. I'm out of practice. So. Mm-hmm. Are you bringing any different technology with you? Mm, I don't think so. You no know, your tags? I'm teaching. Oh yeah. I, I've been, we have all our, all our luggage mm-hmm. has them now. But mm-hmm. um, I would prefer to not check my luggage, but I'm there for so long. Know, three weeks and oh, so you're not traveling you're not doing carry-on uh i don't know i'm sort of fascinated really come on do carry I don't on know. um i might I, I mean i'm there for almost three weeks so we'll see but you have and- laundry don't you? <laughs> listen to me come on you can do it i know i know we'll see i there do is have something a lot of changes and things but i also have kind of a frozen shoulder right now so I it's do. making it's making carry on a little dif- difficult for me um, it is also different when you're i mean when you're really by yourself traveling and i noticed that when i was driving across the country too um you know and in europe i did i mean i carried all my own stuff except i think my son carried my luggage one time up one flight of stairs mm-hmm. uh but you know when you're by yourself it is it it's a different it's a different gig like there's nobody to be like could you please hold this while i you know or can you grab this and you're just it's on you yeah yeah i might just you know Say say a few prayers and, yeah. and check my luggage because I'm also going to Istanbul. I have you know you I have stops. A, I have quite a few stops. It's a it's hard to get anywhere from New Orleans directly. Yeah. And is it going to be hot? It's no different. No, Mm-mm. won't be yeah, hot. So it'll be fall. Nice. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, that's mm. one of the nicest times of year. And you're there for three weeks. I am in Kathmandu for two weeks in Istanbul for a couple days. And then, you know, it's like 30 hours of of flight time on either side. So, yeah. Wow. I hope it's so great for you. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm also excited for the second half of our season two. Me too. Wasn't that a nice segue? That was a beautiful segue. We, um, yeah, we, it's, it's, it's exciting. We have, um, as of today, like almost 9,000 downloads, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, we have no idea again if that's good or bad, but it sounds like a lot to me. You know, I was just thinking this morning before we, while we were working out some technical issues, I had this thought. (laughs) My technical issues. It's always mine. Stop, stop, stop. That was very polite of you. Stop. It's always my technical issue. No, but listen to my idea. <laughs> listen to the thought that I had. It was that while we were working this out, I thought, you know, if Brené Brown asked us, like, or I, I shouldn't be asking. I, I think Brené Brown would say, you know, like, this was a success. Good job. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Don't you think I that mean, Brene Brown would be our cheerleader? She'd be like, 9,000 downloads? That's amazing. Like, yeah. who, good Lord, her podcast, you know, her her thing last week, I wonder how many she got from dropping hers last week. <clears throat> Two million. <Yeah. laughs> um, but anyway. No, I mean, she would say 90 is a, is a success because we we did it and right. we didn't just, I mean, we didn't just do one season. We are doing two seasons at least. It's true. And I read, I was reading this morning again, trying to do a little bit of, of research in deep preparation. Uh, it said less than 20% of podcasts launched this last year will make it to the next. Most podcasts fail. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that little addition. Wow. Most podcasts fail. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So here wow. we are doing our best to not fail. We not only did we do a first half uh, of our season, we had five, oh no, seven. We had seven episodes so far this season. Episodes we had. Um, should I? Yeah, say yeah, what do we it. Had? Okay, let's see. So we started off um, with Lisa Boyce, yeah, the Target Bird, um, to Ecuador. I, we were we had both been doing a lot of birding so we were really excited <laughs> yeah, to start out with yeah with target bird i love that story and then pam mandel exodus in the ozarks so that was branson missouri mm-hmm. love that story um and then jacqueline luckett traveling with ghosts um and that was to is it cambodia cambodia, cambodia. yeah yeah um Angela Long, Good is Coming in India. Mm. Um, such a sweet story of her interaction with a holy man. Yeah. Um, Janice Katina, A Walk with a Caveman. And um, that is a, you know, harrowing yeah, talk about solo story travel. of a jungle in northern Thailand. Uh, mm-hmm. trigger, trigger alert, there are spiders. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sandra Gail Lambert. I am here in this morning light. Oh, oh such a beautiful story. Um, I was, in fact, actually, uh, when I was at Book Passage, um, the travel writing conference, I was teaching with uh, Marcia DeSanctis, and she, we were, we were showing examples of stories with wonderful natural descriptions, and mm. she had that story, and I said, Aww. "Oh, that's." That that's from the best women's travel writing, and she said, "I think it's from the the best from uh, the best American travel writing." And I was like, "No, I'm pretty sure." That's and mine. in fact, you can Not listen to that. it. You can listen to it on our podcast. It's double mine. That's funny. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, it's about um, solo kayaking in the mm. Everglades, and then we had Alison Singhi with Half Dome, where mm. um, she she travels to Yosemite. And uh, sort of a family memoir story. Um, that's it so far, right? Yeah. For the first half, that was pretty. Yeah. It's a great lineup. It is. We did good. <laughs> they did good. They did good. Putting them yeah. all together. Yeah, yeah. And so we're coming back um, with Soon. another with yep. another batch. Yeah. To round out season two. Yeah. Um, we have some gorgeous stories. We won't reveal them. You'll have to tune in, but we do have some wonderful stories coming. Me too. In the next couple of weeks, we'll launch again. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. I love doing this with you. I love doing this with you. Thank you for talking me through all my technical difficulties. Anytime. Happy to do it. And here we are again. 
we prevailed. Teaching me how to use my microphone again and again. <laughs> prevailed. It was the it was the the being buoyed up by the International Podcasting Day that made this all possible. Yes. Yep. It trumps um, the uh, the Mercury in retrograde. Oh, wait, another couple of days. We just got to <laughs> hang in there for everybody for another couple of days. Well, I just want to say thanks to everyone for for listening. To th- thanks to those nine thousand downloaders um, or or people who downloaded nine thousand. It's it's really fun to imagine you out on your walks or in your kitchen or on your drives listening to these stories and wherever you are in the world. It just makes me really happy. Me too. Yeah. And we all need a little escape every once in a while, no matter, no matter. Yeah, absolutely. It's a perfect remedy. All right, Lavinia, you have a good day. You too. Welcome back to season two. Till next time.